Hi, and welcome to the Yes Podcast. Here, we share a collection of real stories told by real people who have said, I am yes. I am young enough to serve. We hope these stories and the lessons in them encourage you and challenge you to get involved in kingdom work in your church, neighborhood, and life. Welcome to Yes. Hi, this is Judy Wick, and I am in beautiful Colorado Springs. The snow is melting, and it's a gorgeous afternoon. I have the joy today of being with Jerry and Luann Tuttle, and this is a couple that my brother Randy and sister-in-law Joan introduced my husband and I to um, many years ago when they were pastoring uh, a church, and Jerry and Luann were um, part of their church. And now Jerry and Luann are, you might look at them and say they're retired, but wait till you hear their story and then you decide <laughs> because they are serving Jesus full throttle. They have a ministry called Harvest Filled Corners. The mission of Harvest Filled Corners is reducing poverty among persecuted Christian believers by implementing micro enterprise strategies embedded with biblical training. So I think you're going to enjoy today meeting Jerry and Luann. So Jerry, welcome. Thank you. And if you could just give us a little uh, background on how you got to where you are today. Well, I, uh, uh, like I told you earlier, I became uh, burnt out on serving on church boards. And uh, I... uh, felt drawn to missions and uh, uh, became involved in uh, uh, with the church in their uh, missions program and uh, it just uh, uh, God grabbed a hold of my heart and gave me a love uh, I just uh, want to see the people who have yet to hear the gospel truth at one time mm. uh, to have an opportunity to to hear the truth about Jesus Christ. Well, Jerry, I love the passion you can just see in your in your countenance, and that you really want the word of God to go out to the whole world, and that you want everyone to have a chance. How do you, through um, harvest filled corners? How do you, in a way that just the average layperson uh, can understand, how do you go over to a country? And I know some of the areas that you work with are are more sensitive than others. So how can you share an example with us that will help our listeners understand exactly what it is when you go to a country? Well, um, I became interested in microenterprise uh, concepts, uh, you know, like I told you back in the eighties and, uh, I, uh, kept thinking there should be a way to, uh, bring the gospel to people through this. And, uh, uh, we teach, uh, biblical stewardship, uh, and, uh, go into what the Bible says about business Mm -hmm. and uh, about generosity 
and about giving uh, and uh, having uh, just weights, integrity, and right. every, everything else that goes along with uh, uh, the values of operating a business that uh, uh, brings uh, excellence and integrity into that whatever uh, business practice they're in and uh, support it with with scripture and uh, then uh, if you uh, I think most business people uh, know that uh, you have to give away there's there's uh, certain uh, times to give mm-hmm. and you might say the correct places to give right and uh, we teach people how to pay tithe on their profits and how to reinvest and let their business grow uh, uh, saving seed for the next uh, part, uh, sowing time mm-hmm. and uh, it uh, and then seeing them uh, their families lifestyle improve and then for them to be able to give resources to the church that they attend. Right. And then that church then has the uh, ability to uh, do the church evangelism and activities that need to be done. And so for this to be sustainable in that that country and that community. And then we we emphasize being salt and light in the marketplace. Right. So you sometimes are in a country, and so you've seen firsthand where there are Christians that have been persecuted even in the marketplace just for being a Christian mm-hmm. in that particular business, let's say. There are, there are countries where Christians are economically persecuted Mm. and discriminated against that could happen in our country Mm. Uh, but uh, it does it is happening in many nations uh, Mm -hmm. in the world right now so just because uh, uh, let's say an owner of of a store somewhere in the marketplace they know that um, or people around know that that person's a Christian they would put pressure on the owner of the shop or something to somehow eliminate and intimidate in uh, in a uh, in a Muslim in a in in an Islamic governed nation uh, the uh, religious leaders it's it's not uncommon for the religious leaders the, the mullahs and the I- imams of, of the Islamic faith to tell 
uh, business owners to get rid of any uh, wow. uh, you might say infidels you have working for you and wow. so if you're not if you are a Christian you're one of them infidels uh -huh. and they may have a Christian that they really like does a good job mm -hmm. and would be hard to replace mm -hmm. but they get pressure from the religious leaders to not employ that individual. Well, and this, so then this is where harvest filled corners can come and embrace that Christian and if, if need be, um, provide a loan for them to get another they, business um, established. That's the only way, that's, that's the only time that we give loans is for income generation purposes. Got it. Is for business purposes. Uh, there's a lot of churches that maybe the pastor needs a motorcycle. Uh, instead of giving the church a motorcycle, we would rather help the people provide the money to buy the pastor a motorcycle. Uh -huh. And uh, we've seen that happen dozens of times. Wow. We have, we have put... Uh, Several we 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 have put uh, we don't have an exact count, but we know that we have put uh, six or seven hundred people in business. That is just wonderful, Jerry. God bless you. And these are these that. are Christian these are Christian people persecuted Christian people. Wow! Wow! And, and the church is being blessed because of that. Mm. And evangelism is taking place that was not taking place before. Wow. That is just powerful. Thank you so much. So, Luann, as the <laughs> supportive wife and just this godly woman and um, just love your spirit, what can you share with just maybe a woman that's listening and maybe to encourage her husband or herself to get involved in something like this? Well, I, I think you have to really rely upon the Holy Spirit and um, you have to be willing to come alongside your husband and help him because he works and um, our work is in uh, what we would call a closed country. Um, it's not always advantageous for me to go with him. Um, however, there are things that I can do to assist him from home when he is over there. Um, we have, I have been there to the closed country several times and have a, have a real love in my heart for these downtrodden Christian people. Mm. The women um, are so abused as far as mistreat, mis being mistreated. Um, but when you're there and you see these people, you just have a love in your heart for them. And you want, um, you want, I want to assist Jerry in any way that I can. 
and um, the work that Harvest Field Corners is doing. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Both of you are just um, your 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 model uh, poster kids of just um, <laughs> what we want to accomplish through yes, and in just inspiring adults. Jerry, earlier you said um, before we. Um, launched the podcast today but you said just seeing people that have the this giftedness and these resources using them after they've retired from whatever uh, uh, secular job they have but still using these gifts to help further the yeah. kingdom yeah I think that uh, whatever you know your career has been and uh, whatever your uh, work expertise is um, if you if you're willing to give that away after you retire you, you know uh, you have a retirement income if you're willing to just uh, uh, doesn't make any difference what organization it is whether it's uh, care and share or habitat for humanity or uh, you know uh, there's hundreds, thousands of them. Right. Uh, you're, if you're if you're giving that expertise away, and you have a really passion for the lost, and you're you're really you can you can speak freer, you can speak more freely about your faith and uh, the the salvation experience and. Uh, your life experience and uh, they most of these places uh, are so desperate for your uh, expertise your work expertise mm -hmm. that they will tolerate uh, your uh, sharing your faith uh, where in the business world uh, you you might have lost your position for for, for doing that right and uh, I think that we have to be courageous and, uh, and, and we have to be willing to uh, use that work experience and that experience uh, in the needful places in our, in our nation. And I think if, if we have people doing that, uh, uh, we're, we're gonna impact the, for yeah, have uh, building up the kingdom of God. I I I sincerely believe that. Well, thank you, and you you're living proof that this mm -hmm. can happen. And I just thank you so much for coming by today. And we just pray that someone listening, um, that that has this giftedness inside them, and they're just wanting mm -hmm. to still use this to make an impact in our world for Jesus Christ that they'll be touched today by you guys coming by and generously sharing of your time and your yeah. story. So thank you and God bless you so, so much. I, I, I would like to say that, you know, I think uh, you give and it will be given unto you. And I think that sometimes we're living on limited incomes and that sort of thing and we have a resistance to, uh, be liberal in our in in our expertise and our giving and and I have found that God 
still finds ways to compensate you. He, he just takes care of you. Love it. Can't top that. God bless you guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to the Yes Podcast. If you are interested in getting involved with Yes or would simply like more information about this ministry, we welcome you to visit our website at yes2serve.org.